are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. But now, in this session, we want to go into this. We'll get into some other things, too. But we want to talk, first of all, about how to put confession to work for you. See, I know sometimes when you tell people, well, just confess the Word of God. Well, you know, people get all kinds of ideas about what you're talking about. Sometimes they think that you mean to go down to the banker and read scriptures or confess the scriptures to the banker. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about confessing it, saying it, where you can hear yourself say it. It's not up to the banker to hear it. It's not up to your neighbor to hear it. But God wants you to hear it. You see, he said, return my word to me or remind me, call me to remembrance of what I've said. Well, it wasn't that God forgot about it. He wants you not to forget about it. It keeps the answer before you and it does all of these seven things that we mentioned in the other session. Now, I want us to go into how to get this set up in your life and how to discipline yourself to confess God's word. Now, God's not trying to make it hard on us. He wasn't trying to make it hard on Joshua when he said, Joshua, don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth, but meditate therein day and night. Observe to do all that's written therein. In other words, speak it, meditate on it. Then he said, thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. See, he said, when you make your way prosperous, then you will do wisely. One translation says this way, you'll do wisely in all the affairs of life. In other words, once you've made your way prosperous, then you'll do wisely also. Now, this is one of the contentions that come against the prosperity message is they say, well, prosperity will ruin you. Prosperity destroys people. Well, the Bible says prosperity will destroy a fool. But if you go by God's method, see, and confess the word of God, then he says, when you make your way prosperous, then you will do wisely in all the affairs of life. So it didn't sound like it's going to ruin you, did it? Sound to me like it would help you. Now, I've mentioned this before. I want to mention it again. You see, when you're confessing the word of God and the things God said, you're really setting goals. What you're saying is setting a goal and planting the seed in the heart or in the soil. And if you don't know where you're going, how would you know when you got there? How long would it take you to get there? So as we confess God's word, we establish some of these things. Now, I want to use from this little booklet, God's Creative Power Work for You. This is a little book that you can put in your pocket. It's not just a book you read. This is a workbook. And when it opens, it opens right to where it's stapled, and it says, Gospel Capsules. Confess these, you see, to defeat worry and fear. Confess these three times a day, or as many times as necessary. Now, the way this book got started, or the way we put this book in print, was that the Lord told me to start confessing what God said about me. He said, you've been confessing what the devil said, and most Christians do that. He said, start saying what I said about you. So I took a piece of paper and just wrote down some confessions on it. And I was farming at the time, and I would go out and get on the turn row back to the back side of the farm and just walk up and down the turn row and say what God said about me. Speak it out loud, see. Now, sometimes people get this book and they'll just read it. Reading it's not the answer to it. 
It's the confessing of it aloud where you can hear your voice. You see, faith cometh by hearing. You're going to have to hear it. Faith doesn't come by reading. Now, we've assumed that it did, but it doesn't. It does not come. The Bible didn't say that faith come by reading. It said faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. So I did this for months and months, and it totally changed my life. I was probably one of the most negative people you ever met at that time. But God's Word will change you. And I wanted to just bring this in, and we'll go through some of these. We'll not maybe go through all of them, but I want to show you how to discipline yourself, to say what God said about you. I mean, you may feel like it's the biggest lie that you ever let out of your mouth when you say some of these things, but it's what God said. See, these, all of these confessions, we'll not have time to stop and tell you all of the scriptures that are based on it, but it's in your study book. But we could go in and take hours and go through every scripture there and show you that this is biblically sound. It's not something that we've just made up and trying to get you to think more of yourself more highly than you ought to think, see. But we should think the way God thinks about us. See, I like what Paul said. He said, what if some did not believe? Would it make the faith of God without effect? He said, no, let God be true and every man a liar. Well, there's some people that don't believe these things, see. And you may look out at your situation and your circumstance and say, Well, I just don't believe that my needs are met according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Well, whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it, God's Word said it if you're obedient to the Word of God. So we ought to just line up with what God said. See, it won't happen just because it's in the Bible. It happens when we get in agreement with what God said. Now, these confessions are not something that is just cut and dried. In other words, you don't have to just take this and say, well, that's the only thing you can confess because you tailor make your confessions to whatever you desire in the direction the Lord directs you in the Bible. This is just an example of it. You can use it in different manners. But let's begin here. I am the body of Christ and Satan has no power over me. I overcome evil with good, you see. Now, see, that's all based on Scripture. I am the body of Christ. Paul said that. Now you are the body of Christ. You're the only body that Christ has on the earth today. So confess that. You see, you are the body of Christ. If you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Well, you don't realize what that'll do to your spirit, see. It'll do something for your mind, too. It's renewing your mind. And I am of God and have overcome the wicked one, Satan, for greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, Lord, your word and your spirit, they comfort me. See, you can word this to where it's a prayer or a confession or a confession prayer, <laughs> however you want to do it. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, Lord, your word and your spirit, they comfort me. It's hard to imagine what effect this has on the human spirit until you confess it three or four weeks every day, every day, every day, every day. I'm far from oppression and fear does not come nigh me. Somebody said, yeah, but I'm not far from oppression and fear, I'm always afraid. Well, that's the reason you need to confess this. Because you see, this is what God said about you. That's a direct quote, almost a direct quote from Isaiah 54, 14. He says, Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. 
Now see, oppression brings fear. Or fear brings oppression. So the confession is that I am far from oppression. And fear does not come nigh me. Now a person that is in fear and has oppression, they're going to think and their religious mind's going to tell them, well, it's not true, I'm lying. But now listen, this is what God said. You know, there's a scripture that says, lie not against the truth. I don't even remember at this point where it was, but I remember somebody mentioned it the other day. And it's the first time I'd ever thought of it along this line. And they mentioned the fact that there are some facts, all right, about your life, maybe. But when you're confessing facts about your life, see, it might be true that you're fearful. It might be true that you're under oppression. That may be a fact in your life, but don't lie against the truth. This is the truth. God says you are far from oppression. God said it, see. Now, God's word is truth. There's a difference in a fact and a truth. See, there's some lying vanities. And I believe it was Jonah that said, if we observe lying vanities, you see, we forsake did he say it? Forsake God's mercy or something like that? <laughs> it escaped me there for a minute. But anyway, you look at what Jonah said about it. Now, so confess I am far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. Now, somebody said, you just be lying and say that if you was fearful. No, no. I'm speaking the truth. That is truth. It may not be true in my life, but that's the reason I'm saying it. I'm calling that. See, this is a method of calling things that are not. You call the thing that's not. And we're going to get into that when we get through with this. We're going to go right into how to call things that are not. And that's really what confession is doing. It's calling the thing that's not. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord. And whatever I do will prosper, for I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, you may feel like that's the furthest thing from the truth. But it is the truth. It may be that the fact in your life does not line up with that, but that's all the more reason you ought to confess it. Because God said it, see. I'm delivered from the evils of this present world, for it is the will of God concerning me. Now, that is the will of God concerning you. That's what the Bible says. Galatians, the first chapter, verse 4. He says that Jesus came to deliver us from the evils of this present world. Well, it had to be the will of God if that's what he did, see. No evil will befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling. For the Lord has given his angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways, and my pathways life, and there is no death. Now, see, sometimes people get offended that they say, oh, you're saying there is no death. I'm just quoting the Bible. That's a direct quote from Proverbs 12, 28. With righteousness there is life, and there is no death. There's no spiritual death. Now, we're not talking about you're not going to die physically eventually if Jesus tarries long enough, see. But this is what God said about you. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all this week, our offer will be CD offer number 7413. That's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling. A total of $34. Entitled, Why Confession Works. Now, what do we mean when we're talking about confessing? Confessing the Word of God. Saying what God said about you. That means to say the same thing. 
So when we're talking about confessing the Word of God, there's several things that you're doing. Number one, it renews your mind. Paul wrote to the Romans and said, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now these are tongue-talking, Bible-toting, full gospel people. But he said, you better do something about your mind. Their spirit got born again, but their mind hadn't been renewed. They still had wrong thinking in their mind. Now you renew your mind with the Word of God by saying what God said. Paul, writing in Romans 10, says, The Word is nigh you. What Word? The Word of God is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart. That's the way you transfer the Word of God from the pages of the Bible into your heart. And in the parable of the sower, Jesus likens the heart to soil that will produce anything you plant in it. So it's important that you say what God said about you, regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstance. First of all, it renews your mind. Doing very little to change the circumstance, it changes you first, changes the way you think. And then, confessing the Word of God creates faith, because faith is in the Word of God. That's where it's resident, in the Word of God. The way you get it inside you is by saying what God said. That's offer number 7413, entitled, Why Confession Works. Four CDs for $29, plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.